Hey everybody, I'm Chad Eckert, and this is the first look for the John Deere Classic. It's a t- podcast I'll try to do each Monday, whenever I want to, whenever I have time. I wasn't sure I was going to want to have time for this field. Woof. Now, I typically will go live as soon as the DraftKings pricing comes out and then react. Uh, I did see it before coming live, so I'm aware of the pricing. And then I looked through it and I was like, wait a second. These are our guys. These are our names. This is the field that we should thrive on. Speaking of Thrive, do you guys know about Thrive Fantasy? You can get a match up to 100%, up to 100 bucks using the promo code FGP on Thrive Fantasy. Uh, what we do is we go open the screen and we see at the tippity tip top, there's um, there was Daniel Berger, but he's no longer here. So now the TPG, the top price name guy, is Webb Simpson at $10,600 with only four names over 10K. DraftKings is getting a, giving us the 10K range, I guess I would call it. Because if you really look at things, I mean, Webb Simpson, then it's a drop-off. And it should be 11500 for Webb and 9800 for Adam Hadwin, maybe. Or not even. This is just hilarious, this field. Maybe we can talk about the live showdown field so we can open up that at the end but let's react let's look who are you going to click above 10k are you going to webb simpson who is a little bit slow to start on the season here um was it because of an injury or some reason not the same old webb not as uh you know consistently up on that leaderboard now we did see him at the travelers last week t13 is that his best finish this season? Well, I guess this fall he had a T8. But ultimately, he's trending up. There's a reason he's the TPG in this field, and it's tempting to click a 10-6. It's not expensive for Webb, so you could do it. Or you go to the Hadwin name at 10-4, who's also been very consistent this season. It's been a long little road here since the Shriners T6. He says, making some cuts, top 25 in at the American Express at the Pebble Beach Pro-Am. He was 16th. Another top 26 that Waste Management, he followed that up. Oh, Players, T9. Valspar, T7. Valero, T4. And last time we saw Adam had when he was a cheap price at the U.S. Open and he paid it off, he was T7. Or was he cheap at the PGA Championship? I can't, I honestly can't remember. Uh, but at 10-4, hmm, maybe he's aware that this is a field that he can actually best. He can get... You know, play. <laughs> he could beat everybody here, and that's funny. But Thigala is at 10 1. And Thigala almost won the Travelers yesterday. He was T2, um, missing a couple putts, shorties to make the, you know, to get a little bit more pressure on Xander. But one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten cuts in a row for Mr. Thigala. Uh, Mr. Cutmaker, and at 10-1, you get a little savings, but are you going to have the steam, the, the chalk, potentially forming with uh, Satith Gala? It's kind of hard to say, but what about Jason Day? He's a 10,000, and he's the one of the names in the 10K range. Uh, but he's not the same Jason Day that we're used to seeing. I'm going to check on at Fantasy National. It's a, fan, it's a website that I use for the old... Okay. Jason Day hasn't played here in years. 
isn't I guess there was no tournament in 2021 or 2020. Let's look at Jason Day real quick because I think he might have some course history here. You got to go to smartgolfbets.com. Where's the John Deere? Has he never played the John Deere? I don't know. I must have been making that up in my head. Jason Day. Uh, what about smartgolfbets.com? Are you guys following me on YouTube or on YouTube or on iTunes? Jason Day. Oh my gosh, he hasn't played here ever. I don't know. I must have been thinking a different event. Either way, uh, that rounds out the 10K range. Um, if you're going to make me pick, I probably go to the top price guy. I go to Webb Simpson, but I fade the TPG. That's what I do. So I think I'm going to the 9K range. I'm going to skip the 10K names and I'm going to go to the, the mix in the 9K range. You got Mick Carthy and Mick Neely, and they're at the top of the range. 9 9 for Denny McCarthy and 9 5 for Maverick McNeely. Well, and then also Charles Howell III is here. And then one other name. I mean, God, this is weird. A bazoon newt. So there's one, two, three, four names in the 9K range and four names in the 10K range. That's because the names are shitty. So they are just packing the names in the 6K range because that's what they all are. 6K range golfers. I mean, these golfers were barely 8K range golfers just weeks ago. And now we're in the 9,900 for Betty McCarthy. Remember last week? The chalk coming off of a T5 and a T7. Everyone wanted that $8,300. Well, I guess he wasn't really chalk. He was a bad click. He was didn't make the cut. So is he going to come in here and he's not going to be popular at 9-9? So that could be interesting because we all think Denny is trending towards a victory. He's right now at 40-1 to on some books. What is my guy Mike Miller doing? Mike Miller, oh, he likes him, but not as much because he's missed the cut here in 2021 and 2019. So Denny McCarthy hasn't made a cut here since 2018 where he was T34. Uh, Maverick McNeely was a top 20 at this event last year, and he's coming in as seventh best on Mike Miller's sheet, and he's at 9,500. Uh, so can you start your lineups with this guy? He's missed two cuts in a row. Yikes. Well, you haven't seen him make a cut and do well since May. And even then, he wasn't that great. So it's been a long time since old Maverick McNeely had a top 10. It was the Genesis in February. So we've got Maverick McNeely a second place at Fortinet. Now, the Fortinet championship field is a little bit like this field. So what are we going to think about with Mav, old Mav in the Midwest? At 9,500, that feels good. I'm going to click that in to start my lineups, probably. Like I said, I could go back to Denny McCarthy at 990, save that. Maybe there's no ownership there. I really do think that this is a week that you got to consider ownership more than any other week. You got to just kind of wait till Wednesday. We'll do an ownership projection show on Wednesday mornings, and you can come back and watch that. And then you can kind of get an idea of wherever, where's everyone going and or why. And then think differently because we know this is golf, people, and anything can happen. So, could Charles Howell the third at ninety three hundred dollars pay off? What has Howell been up to? I guess he's been making and missing cuts and doing well when he makes the cut. He's had a couple of decent finishes. I mean Howell, oh, he's going to be ninety three hundred. I mean, is is that why would you do that? I'm going to look at stats from Howell's past performances here on Fantasy National. Oh, okay. T to Green is playing well. He played really well at the Mexico Open. He's played really well at Valero, and that was in April. Hmm. 
was the last time this dude won a tournament? Wasn't it a long time ago? Well, I guess he's finished sixth here in 2019. What is Howell doing? Howell's good. So is Howell going to be the one that you got to use? What does Mike Miller got Howell at? Oh, Mike Miller does not like Howell. He's 34th overall. So not sure. All right, let's go back to it. Bazunut? Can we do Christian Bazunut? You know, I'm a, I'm kind of a Bazunut, Bazadunut fan. Bez, because he ate rat poison as a kid and it almost killed him and gave him problems. So he has like, you know, he's got that story, that background, a little motivation. I could go with Bazadunut. Has Bazadunut played this before? Sometimes you got to just kind of look at course history for this TPC Deer Run. The TPC Deer Run here in Silvis, Illinois, it's probably, uh, well, I guess it's hosted this tournament since 2000. It's bent grass. Um, it's a TPC. So is KH Lee in the tournament? Uh, Bezayden Hoot, where have you been all my life? He's missing cuts at the Travelers last week. He's just not able to find it around the green. Oof, that was bad. It's a terrible performance for him. He typically bounces back, though. Shockingly, he's had a bad event at the Genesis. He played really well the next two times out. Missed the cut at the PGA Championship, and the next week was 15th at the Charles Schwab. So he's missed a cut at Houston Open. Well, I guess. Okay, so... uh Oh, I could look at Mike Miller's sheet and see what the Bizaden. Oh my gosh, he's in fourth. He's never played here, but he might must he must fit the course if our guy Mike Miller likes him at ninety one hundred dollars. There's a nice savings. Okay, so Bizaden. Let's see the eight K range. Oh my gosh, it's full of names. This is a packed range. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Wow. Okay, Stallings leads us off. Scott Stallings is eighty nine hundred dollars. Uh, okay. T4 at the Charles Schwab a month ago, and then the last time out, he was T8 last week. How did he do that? I missed a missed his 63 that he shot. Oh, my gosh. So, uh, okay. Putting things together. What did I just read about Scott Stallings? I think his caddy did something, or he's been working on something. Um, I can't remember exactly what I read about Stallings. Um, I can't even find it on Google real quick. But so I, I guess maybe he's back to playing better golf and he's here at uh, $8,900. And that seems unfair, but it's fair. What about Patrick Rogers? Did we get Rogers last? No, Rogers quit last week. He didn't decide to play. And so he um, hasn't teed it up since his 31st at the U.S. Open. This dude's playing good golf. He's consistent. He's $8,800. I could see you making you know reasons for that. Nick Hardy is going to be the chalk of the week, I think, because Nick Hardy is coming off a T8 last week. T14 at the U.S. Open was second in a Corn Ferry event just a little bit ago. Nick Hardy uh, getting the love old in the old industry for a couple of reasons. He, I think he qualified or he's hurt and he qualified for the U.S. Open or did something. But people are into him, and he's playing well. He's coming off of a T8. So there's your chalk that you should fade is the Nick Hardy. As much as you love Nick Hardy and you think he's going to be great, probably a, not a reason to go to him. Okay, what about uh, Adam Long? Now he's back to his top 25s. Remember when Adam Long had a couple top 25s and we were all excited about him for the Wells Fargo and he fucking sucked and missed the cut? And then eh, he's been okay, $8,600. I don't know if he's going to be screaming popular, but uh, there you go. 
Todd, freaking Todd, what a douche. Missed the cut last week. I thought he was trending. I thought he was going to be good. I put the house on Brendan Todd last week and $8,500 this week, and he's – I don't know. What is Todd's course history here? Okay, he had an 18th in 2019. He has missed every single cut other than that. I'm not confident in Brendan Todd, I'm sorry to say. But I do think you need to be a fairway finder here, although – did Fratelli win this? Swinging as hard as he could. And Lucas Glover won this last year. Uh, Zach Johnson's won this. And Zach, this has been the Zach Johnson tournament, remember? He was first, second, second, third, 34th, fifth for a stretch there in the early 2020s, 2010s. All I'm saying is that this is a uh, weird tournament, weird course. It's probably anybody can win. You know. What about Lanto? Can he win? Where's Lanto been? Missed the last two cuts in a row. Lanto made a few cuts, four or five in a row, and then he's missed two now. So I don't know. He's 8,200. And then CT Pan's good at golf, but is he? This course should probably fit old CT Pan. He's missed a cut the last time he was out. Shit. Okay. Yeah, never mind. What about Cam Champ? Mr. Champ, it's 8,000 bucks, four cuts in a row. How is he 8,000? He's going to be the least popular in the 8K range. This guy should, I mean, even in this field, I don't know if he should be 8,000, but he did finish 11th the last time he played this last year. I mean, I don't know. It's been a few weeks since his sixth, or it's been 12 weeks since he finished 10th. That was uh, at the Masters, so. I'm not too confident in old champ. Can he bomb it around here? Is it bent grass? Like I said, so I mean, he maybe likes the Midwest. One that the uh, 3M last year is about this time too. So, God, I don't know. I think you need to see something from champ before you go back, you go on him or think he can pay $8,000. What about Poston? Poston's 8002 He's T2. He misses every other cut. Look at that. T3, miss cut. T9, miss cut. T37, miss cut. T2. Yeah, uh, letdown week for old Poston. Out of the 8K range, I think, you know, I would pay up for P. Raj. I, I could do that. I think Adam Long's safe. I do like Cameron Davis. I guess I forgot to mention that, and I said every single name. He's made four cuts in a row. Where did I put the house on him? Maybe I put a house on him at Memorial, which was a mistake. But at the same time, I think that was because it's a Midwest course, and he likes the Midwest. He won the John Deere. Did he win the John Deere? The Rocket Mortgage? What did he win? Where's old Cameron Davis? Cameron Davis, $8,400. He uh, loves the bent the most. When did he win that thing? It was the Rocket Mortgage, like this time last year. It's exactly this time last year. It was 4th of July. That's bent grass. We know that. He beat a shitty, shitty field for that win. I guess him and Neiman were in that. God, I like Davis, and he's 8,400. That's a click. I mean, even if he's popular, you can probably just take the chalk there. And then you're going to go with Lucas Glover? Shit. He could make the cut. Defending champ. How are you guys feeling about defending champs? Something you click on? Go back to? Okay, let's go to the 7K range and get on with our lives. I've talked about every single name so far. Chez? Chez, old Chez. Fairway found his way to a T8 with the Travelers. 
Oh my gosh, is he back? For the last five events, T13, T15, Scott, T27, T8, hmm. 7,900, Chez. Okay, Streelman's here. Huh? John, huh? $7,800. Mayo was right. Mayo touted this guy last week. He was perfect with T13. It was a great finish, but now he's $7,800. I get he's, I, I'm guessing he's going to be popular. He's coming in with three straight great events. Mayo will probably talk him up. Lahiri, what did he do last week? Missed the cut. Now He's now missed three straight cuts after having like a really good start to the season with a runner-up at the players, and he was T6th at the Wells Fargo. So, I mean, Lahiri? Hmm. Shank and Svensson, though. I'm sure you're hearing about those names this week. Adam Shank at $7,700 was good when he was supposed to be bad and then was bad when he was supposed to be Good. Always. So I don't know what to do with old Adam Shank. I guess, yeah. 77 is probably a good price. What about Svensson, though? Svensson is going to be one of the more popular names. I'm guessing he and he's going to be up there. What did I say was going to be popular? Nick Hardy. So, yeah. Shit. It's going to be Webb, Hardy, uh, Svensson. Huh? We're already making chalk lineup right here. I am doing narratives. I do those on my real estate e Twitter page, Edina Realty, because I'm a realtor for Edina Realty, and my initials are C H E, and people call me Chi. So I combine it together to Real Chi. Um, and I'm making narratives now. I was going to actually. What's fun about those narratives is I'm through a whole year. I've done a whole entire season, every single event that applies. This applies to, and I might have missed a few, but. I did have the John Deere Classic as the first event I did last year. So we'll look at what was successful about that. Maybe I'll go live. I'll pop on an, uh, the pod feed, the YouTube channel, and discuss the narratives. And what I've learned in a year of doing narrative lineups. So look around for that, maybe. Okay, Dougie Gim is at $7,600. Has he been bad? Probably. Yes, yeah, he untrustworthy, though, the old Doug Gim. What about Alex Smalley? I liked him last week, and he missed the cut. Got to go back to guys that missed the cut. What about a person that won here once? Dylan Fratelli? Hmm. That could kind of be sneaky. He missed the cut last week. He hasn't played all that well, but he's 76. Party Marty, Grio, Nick Taylor, Lipsky. Lipsky's been playing or was playing consistent. Now he's kind of shitty. Uh, oh, Mark Hubbard, Hubble Hubbard, $7,400, making cuts. How many is that in a row? Five? Five cuts in a row for Mark Hubbard. Kazire's down here? Okay, so you could go with Kazire. I mean, he's playing so poorly recently, so probably won't get popular, and he's only 7400 so that made me want to look at him. And then Tyler Duncan is also down here at 7473 Try that out. Maybe he'll miss the cut every other time. Taylor Pendrith's a name that people like to look at. He was T13 at the players. That's the last time we saw him. So I think he was – maybe he's nursing an injury. you got to be prepared for him to withdraw. Got her up. Chris. Okay. Made his cut at the Travelers last week. After that miscut at the RBC that ruined everyone with 20% owned Chris Got her up. Now he's kind of back to being a guy. Lebiotis here. What about Andrew Putnam? Did he figure it out? It's been a while. Okay, so we missed four cuts in a row. We missed uh, seven out of eight cuts. And then 
boom, 15th at the Charles Schwab. And then I've been a little, I've been eyeing him because I like Andy Putnam and he's T31 last week, T46 with the Sunday round of 72. So he could have been better than that even. Putnam, Schwab, does Schwab make birdies? That's what I thought I knew about Schwab. And then Zach Johnson, are you going to go to that or are you going to do that? The times we've seen Zach Johnson in 2022, he has done poorly. Um, he's playing a lot, surprisingly, weirdly. But one, two, three, five out of the last six cuts he's missed. He was T23 at the Charles Schwab. And I guess if it's a home course advantage, you got jo- uh, Zach Johnson. We know he loves John Deere. He's sponsored by them. And Nate Lashley. You guys know about Nate Lashley? I guess he's been nursing a little bit of an injury. He's, he did play last week in top 25. So when he suits it up and he's feeling good about himself, he's playing great. He's had, you know, when he finishes, he's look at these finishes. Like if he doesn't miss the cut, he's going to finish high. It's great. And we know we like Nate Lashley because his wife was his wife or girlfriend died in a plane crash on a way to on the way home from watching him play golf. And his parents, I think died too. So Nate Lashley is a name that uh, like Bezadenhut. If you're going for that kind of thing, you go to late, uh, Lashley Bezadenhut. You got the narratives there, sweethearts. Who else is down here? Matt Wallace. God, we used to like Matt Wallace. He was a dog. Oh, okay. Made the two. Made the cut last week's making cuts finally, after having a freaking terrible start to the season. So maybe he's back. Matt Wallace. Hmm. This is the week that you risk it with a Matt Wallace. You don't go for a chalk name. This is a bad week to eat the chalk because it's a name. It's a weird tournament, and all of these shitty names are the same, like Ryan Moore. Wait, where's Ryan Moore? Did he? Does he do well here? Let's look at the past course tournament history. I thought I saw Ryan Moore up there for some reason. Yeah. Oh, my God. Ryan Moore won this tournament in 2016, and he was second last year. He's scored the most strokes gained total over the last five seasons. Oh, this does not include 2020 because that did not exist. So this includes the 2016 victory for Ryan Moore, which we know 2016. I had a son born that year, and now I have three children. So a lot lot can happen in five years. So let's keep that in mind and be very careful where we think Ryan Moore might if we're not sure what to do, you click Ryan Moore and you go to the chalk there, you're scared. It's like the Ryan Moore, Zach Johnson, $7,200 names. They may get more chalk and more ownership than they deserve. What about Scott Brown, his second most? He was fourth last year. Scott Brown is 7000 bucks. What has Scotty Brown been up to? Can you hear my kids yelling in the background? This is my life. I am home. Oh, my gosh. Well, he played on the Corn Ferry Tour. Hmm. Okay. He's on the corn fairy tour. He's missing cuts sometimes, but whatever. Okay. Um, ben Martin. Where did I see that name? Did I see that name too? Okay. I don't know. Wow. Adam Shank is a fourth and a sixth in the last two years. Hmm. Weird. What about old Andy Landry? Oh my gosh. Should we go into the 6K range? Because Landry's popping there. Pat and Kazire is popping in this stro- uh, tournament strokes total thing wow okay so i think i'm afraid that i shouldn't have looked at this because i'm gonna probably in my head think that 
some of these names are good names based on their strokes gain total over the last five years, but I'm not sure about that. That's probably where you get the price for Charles Howell because he's got pretty good course history. And Okay, what are we doing? Oh, 6K range. At the top of that range, Hayden Buckley or Lee Hodges. I do like Lee Hodges. Grayson Murray's here. Snedeker, Chapel, Garnett, huh? James Hahn, Kramer Hickok, Rory Sabatini, Sig, Ter- Karen, T- Callum Terran, who's apparently a tool, according to Bagels. Vaughn Taylor, he's on that list. Of course, strokes total. Um, so is Chris Stroud. Oh, my God. Who are these 6K names? Chris Stroud and Vaughn Taylor. Can we trust that? What has Vaughn been up to? I made the cut the last time we saw him a month. Uh, I guess it was three weeks ago at the Canadian Open. (sighs) We're just going to have to, like, bite the bullet and click these names. They're gross. Bramlett. I like him, though. Made two cuts in a row. Mm. Do you need to be a bomber? Might not hurt, but it probably doesn't help. Bill Haas, Harry Higgs, Lower, Novak. Who did we just talk about? It was 6,300. Chris Stroud, oh, 6,500. Risk that? I don't know. These are terrible names. Now, uh, where is Chris Stroud? He did not play in 2021. He did not play in 2020. So the last time we saw Chris Stroud play this tournament, he was T4 in 2019. I don't know. I hate to look at the course history and make things like, you know, de- declarations, declare things based on what happened a few years ago. These are all bad names. It's insane. Oh, Andrew Landry. Andrew Landry at $6,300. He's missed. Holy crap. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven cuts in a row. Are you going to be that guy that clicks uh, Andrew Landry because of his course tournament history here? And then <laughs> you're going to be screwed because he's a bad golfer. Like, sorry. 2019, he was a third. 2019, that was two tournaments ago. And then 2016, he was eighth. Other than that, he's been kind of awful or hasn't played. Those are propping it up. Oh, yeah, Ben Martin right here. He was second in 2016. We're, I'm afraid that 2016 is going to dictate a lot of people's clicks this week. It's going to fuck them over. So don't take into consideration West Bryan was once T8, T3 in uh, 16 and 17, and then he's been miscut and didn't play. Hmm. Okay, I don't know. This isn't as bad as I thought it would be, but it's pretty awful. The names I want to start with, I guess you could do Webb, but like Webb, hmm, yeah. That's why I like the mix. Start with McCarthy and McNeely. I was going to do that last week. I just do it this week in a much worse field. And then I really like Cameron Davis. 84 is a great price. What is Shank telling us? You might have to eat this Shank and Svensson chalk, and I'm down to 6,800. And this is a great GPP lineup, is it? Who can I get for 68 that could make my day? Uh, Sig or a Bramlett or a Redman? Hmm. We'll have to look into this. We'll have to check in on our uh, friends at fansharesports.com and look at the ownership projections that they are always sharing. And then we'll look at Fantasy National. We'll use my beer gut brain. 
Uh, we'll calculate the ownership and we'll be back here Wednesday morning to discuss that. And you can find the spreadsheet for that on the um, Discord channel. That The link can be found in the description of this video. What else can I say? Um, we may, we'll be back maybe Thursday for a Golf Guys edition. It's uh, part of the old lull of the year. Oh, crap. This is what I was going to do. Don't look at my lineups. Clear. Live golf, guys. Live golf. We can remove this. This is no longer the first look. We're going to talk about live. Oh, hi. Love Nick Hardy. I know. So does everybody, Alex. You're not going to be alone loving old Nick Hardy. We, uh... Okay. Look at this. Liv has a contest on DraftKings. Live golf showdown for round one. That's Thursday. Uh love live golf do we do i i don't know but dj is 10 7 gooch louie what do you do here i think on showdown for one round you almost have to get really weird and not even care and maybe leave a shitload of money on the table and fade all the tpgs like you could probably get away with doing that who is going to be confused with this shotgun start it's bryson and answer and reed's first tournament so are they gonna care or what about brooks I mean, maybe you go to Louie. What about Louie and Nah? We want hot putters. What is up with Portland? Is it Poa? Do we know anything about Portland? Matt Jones? I forgot that he even played. Oh, my God. He's good. Justin Hardy? He can be a putter. Um, I guess. Yeah. Phil Westwood. You guys know anything about this? How about Sean Norris? He won a tournament in, in March. Now he's on the world or on the uh, this tour. I'm going to have to Google some of these names. I think we'll go live again. Like I mentioned, um, I'm doing one year with the narratives. So one year of narrative lineups. Should we? Are you guys bored? Here, watch this. Oops, not that. This. Where are my 20 narratives? Okay, so uh, last year at this time, I started doing a spreadsheet on my computer. Watch this. Okay, so this is last week's. So this is kind of how I have it. Uh, the narrative lineups, I, this is how I started. Like, I thought it was going to look like this. Should I zoom in? And then, you know, I would, like, put a golfer in. And then I would, you know, this is what I thought. But it evolved, okay? And it started looking like this. That was, like, my template. How do I get to the first one that we did? Yeah, JDC was last year. Look at this. So I have to figure out who did well. I used to think that these were the like 20 name 20 lineup things that you should do bad putters good putters. I've learned. I don't know if this is the right way to do it. Truly. Uh local ties definitely not. It's not helpful. Bad putters is a bad lineup to make. Um alliteration terrible lineup to make. Historically good is not necessarily going to get you anywhere. I have Really learn some stuff. So I really do want to go live tomorrow and talk about it. So stay tuned for that. I'm going to do that. We'll talk more. Get into it. Uh, that's the show for the day.
Thanks for watching, liking, subscribing, rating, reviewing, doing all that stuff. Following me on Twitter, Eddie Dinerilchi, or the Fantasy Golf Pod will be on iTunes in a minute. Subscribe there. Bye. Your guitar. Dustin, Dusty, what up? How you doing? See you tomorrow. Peace out.